Hello, and welcome to the Big Egg Joshi Podcast, a podcast covering JWP starting in 1990. I am your host, Kay. Now, before we get started, I wanted to address the reason for the uh, new direction of the podcast. So, I've been having trouble getting the, the Big Egg Joshi proper episodes out, the ones with all the breakdown informations of the wrestlers and the promotions. Uh, most of it having to do with sort of a lack of motivation. I've been hitting this kind of wall where I was having a hard time getting myself to, to even write the scripts for some of these. Um, so instead of struggling to get episodes done um, and, and losing more motivation, I felt it was time for a new direction. And so I've always had an interest in the promotion JWP. It's always kind of been one of the ones that I've found more fascinating with how its impact was on the scene as a whole and the industry and how little is talked about or little is covered about it for that matter. So, I thought I would uh, start that. So, for those that maybe want more of an in-depth primer of the promotion as a whole, JWP slash PureJ, I would point you towards the episode I did, episode 9 of the Big Egg Toshi podcast, where I cover all of that. But for the for this sort of journey, I wanted to cast aside everything that I kind of already knew about JWP and sort of come in fresh that way I can experience this journey as it happens as opposed to sort of using the information I already have to navigate the journey that makes any sense I kind of wanted this all to be kind of a fresh thing especially because I'm starting at a point in time that I have zero familiarity with at this point 1990 was sort of stuff that I've had very little sort of history researching and very little watch time that I've had with most of this so a lot of this is still very new and very fresh to me so, you know, I, I'd hope that you guys enjoy this journey, and without further ado, let's sort of get started. So, this is the first show of 1990 called JWP New Generation Battle, and it took place on January 7th, 1990 from Kirken Hall. So, we open with a nice video package, sort of, sort of showing pictures of each of the wrestlers with some music playing over it. Um, after that, we cut back to the announcers, who have a little bit of back and forth as they just talk between each other. Uh, a noticing thing was as they cut two shots of the crowd, a very interesting contrast of most of the audience, I would say pretty much the entire audience is men. And it's a weird contrast to AJW at the time, who was still even at this point without, you know, your um, your crush gals and stuff like that, they still had women in attendance, a good amount of women at the very least. I didn't see any women in the crowd, it, it, almost as if there were none at all. It was weird, very interesting, and kind of a stark contrast. So after that back and forth and crowd and sort of shots to the crowd, we start with our first match, Cutie Suzuki versus Sachi Kogane. So almost immediately, there's a difference in presentation with Cutie Suzuki. She comes out, she has flashy music, she has flashy attire, she's got uh, a nice black and yellow sort of attire with a like, yellow frills on it. Looks very different than what you would see in 1990 over in AJW, where they're still using the singlets with the color schemes and your name on it for the most part. Um, speaking of that, Sachi comes in. She also comes out in just a normal AJW-like singlet. It's very weird contrast between the two. Like One of them's flashy, the other one's still very much stuck in that AJW sort of look. She just has a nice, a weird brown and black singlet. Um, as soon as they announce, you can announce the wrestlers, you can tell that there's a very different um, reaction to each based off of the presentation. Cutie gets a lot of streamers and claps and cheers. Whereas Sachi gets nothing. Granted, Sachi is a, is part of uh, is a heel, as we would see in the match. Uh, this match went about 10 minutes. It started back and forth with a lot of fast-paced stuff from Cutie. Looked very fluid, very um, 
very quick, very fluid, very nice. She did a lot of roll-ups and drop kicks. They would lose the crowd a little bit with Sachi getting cutie and a Boston Crab and headlock spots and biting her knee and biting her arm. So again, Sachi seems to be the heel in the group in this match, obviously. Um, trying to, They were trying to get babyface sympathy for cutie, it seemed, but they didn't really get anything. It, it, the crowd sort of just didn't react until cutie started getting back on the offense. Then the crowd woke up and started reacting things. Um, the f- interesting thing is, outside of looking fluid and smooth, Cutie hits her patented bridge suplex called the Cutie Special. They even name it, drop it on commentary to a one count, which is very interesting when you find out that's her finisher later in her career. Um, the match ends when Sachi tries to pull Cutie off of the middle turnbuckle, only to get caught in a small package by Cutie and pinned. Uh, the next match is the Tokyo Cable Network All Star Battle Royale. The participants are Devil Masami, Shinobu Kendori, Eagle Sawai, Plum Mariko, Miss A, Kyuri Suzuki, Mayumi Ozaki, Moon Ayako, Yuki Ito, Harley Saito, Smiley, Mo- Smiley Mommy, Oscar Tomo, Dirty Yamamoto, and Yukari, Osa- Yukari Osawa and Sachiko Kogane. It's uh, a lot of names. I won't lie, I literally only recognize about half of those. Um, all the wrestlers file into the ring single file. Cutie Suzuki notably selling being sore because she had just had her match, which I kind of liked that. Uh, also, one thing as they all come in the ring is a very interesting contrast, another interesting contrast. You can definitely tell who the shoot style wrestlers were and who were the flashier ones just by their ring gear. A lot of the shoot style had the singlet still, very AJW-like. Uh, their hair was all cut short, as the flashier ones had the longer hair, the colorful gear, and stuff like that. It was very interesting sort of seeing that as it'll become sort of a big deal as we move forward. Uh, Devil Masami is also in this match, and she looks very different from the last time I saw her. She definitely put on some bulk weight. Uh, she looks way more bulky. She has her hair back. She looks very scary, almost like a, the Wicked Witch of the West kind of face facial expressions. It's very, like, she's definitely, like, the crowd's cheering for her, but she looks like she should be a heel. It's very interesting. Uh, we start immediately with Kendori and Misami locking up, only for them to both get knocked over by Ozaki and Oscar Tomo and dogpile pinned by everybody. Um, I guess the rules for this is pinfall elimination, not over the top rope as nobody tries to throw anybody over the top rope at all. It's just attempted pinfalls over and over again. Uh, So they all get dogpiled. Um, The same thing happens with Miss A and Harley Sato who also get caught up and pinned by everybody. They just dogpile them. Next we see Eagle Sawai who almost gets pinned in that sort of exchange with Miss A and Harley Sato sort of regrouping with her faction. So I didn't know this. This is nude for me. I didn't know that Eagle Sawai, one, was a heel at this point, but also had a heel faction. The name of the faction is Gurren Tai, and consisted of Mayumi Ozaki, Sachiko Kogane, and Moon Ayako. So I learned something new with that. Um, they also referred to the Sekigun, which confused me for a little bit, because I so used to hearing Sekigun be referred to the Oz Academy faction, and forgot that Sekigun means home army. So they're literally referring to Plum, Cutie, uh, smiley mommy and stuff like that as the as Sekigun or the home army as opposed to the heel group so after a few more eliminations um, 
Eagle Sawai being one of them, sort of bouncing off the ropes as she misses a crossbody and getting dogpiled by everybody. We get a few more eliminations, uh, but we really are down to the final two, which is really more important, which is Plum Mariko and Mayumi Ozaki. So, these two, I believe at this point, are being built up as this rivalry to decide who's the next big number one star. These two are definitely being positioned as rivals, and I didn't know that either, and it makes sense doing a little bit of research. It seems Plum and Ozaki were lifelong rivals, and so it sort of makes sense why after her passing, which we'll get to much, much later, Ozaki sort of does a annual show to her every year. Makes a lot of sense now. Um, these two have a nice, very nice back and forth with some really close, nice near falls before... Um, for Moon Ayako runs in and helps Ozaki roll up Plum for the win and we get a nice camera shot of Plum's face she's sort of stunned and irritated as she as she looks at Ozaki jumping up and down celebrating they get present her with a trophy and Plum just looks very upset look very like pissed off like fuck you you kind of you got you screwed me on that one sort of deal uh so the next thing we get is an awful shoot fight um, it's funny because if you listen to the Red Leaf Retrocast, we were, me and JD, who I'm also, uh, who talk, who I'm co-host of his podcast, uh, we talk about AJW and they also are doing this shoot fighting stuff. So it's funny seeing in 1990 that both AJW and JWP are participating in this really terrible shoot fighting stuff. Um, this is between Rumi Kazama and Miyuki Takayama. Rumi is the wrestler in this whole thing, so she's the one that they're trying to make look like the tough wrestler that can fight anyone in MMA. Uh, Miyuki actually being a shoot fighter, specializing in kickboxing. Um, it, boy, it's it bad. Rumi keeps trying to take her to the ground and do these really half-hearted attempts at submissions, almost like she doesn't entirely know what she's doing. It's weird because some of them come off like wrestling submissions, like headlocks and stuff that are just like not really effective. And poor Miyuki has to... She, she does these punches that are just comical. Like, she's intentionally missing. And it's incredibly comical. Like, she just wildly flails. Even, like, shorts her punches where she doesn't extend her entire arm. And it looks really bad. She does catch her once with a kick that I don't think... I don't know if it was an attempt to, like, kick her and she just didn't... Uh, she kind of judged it and went too high and kicked her in the head. Or if she was just trying to at least get one good shot in despite the farce. As this sort of ends with Rumi grabbing her and putting her in a one-leg Boston Crab. And Miyuki just tapping to it. Which is just stupid. Uh, Jesus, this was just awful. It was just shit. Uh, bad, bad. Really bad. Uh, next, we move to the semi-main event. of Miss A, Mika Hanada, and Harley Saito. Versus Shinobu Kandori, Yuki Ito, and Mami Kitamaru. So, Miss A is announced as the UWA World Women's Champion. So that's an interesting note, especially because she doesn't come out with the title belt. Uh, we'll see that later on in the main event as well. Um, also, fun fact, um, I'm going to continue to refer to her as Miss A, but Miss A would go on to change her name and be called Dynamite Kansai. But for the sake of these reviews, I'm going to continue to refer to her as Miss A until she changes her name. But yeah, just keep in mind, Miss A is Dynamite Kansai. It's kind of funny. Um, Harley Saito, in the beginning, early goings of the match, Harley Saito stands out really early with some really nice stiff kicks, really good wheel kicks, and a nice, albeit short, kick exchange with Kendori that I really liked. Um, halfway through the match, though, it sort of spills to the outside as Miss A is sort of being thrown out the outside and thrown into the bar steel barricade. 
before fighting back and throwing Kandori over into the crowd side of the barricade and hitting her with a, with a uh, few chair shots before returning to the ring. So we're trying to eliminate um, Kandori, who's the strong upper like talent at this one. I think she's like one of the main eventers at this point still. So she tries to eliminate her as we still have Yuki Ito and Harley Saito continuing to wrestle in the ring. So it's very much eliminate the strong person so that we have a chance to win. Um, they do. Miss A and Harley Saito do isolate Mommy um, a lot, keeping her in their corner, back and forth moves. Uh, Miss A does a really nice top rope cross body onto Mommy, which gets a very nice crowd reaction. The crowd kind of pops for it and like, ooh, kind of thing. Um, Kendoi does get back into the ring. Uh, she gets back up and breaks up a pin after that cross body, so she wasn't out for very long. Uh, Mommy hits a arm drag and then gets the hot tag to Ito, who then hits some nice sling blades uh, and kicks a bridge suplex and then you know tags kandori in <laughs> um kandori does a few moves kicks back and forth uh does a suplex and then tags mommy back in randomly it was i was getting confused at this point um harley also at some point gets tagged back in by miss a harley comes in does a beautiful wheel kick on her first like she comes off the rope with a comes off the rope with a nice beautiful wheel kick then a bridging suplex for the three um, Kandori and Ito run in to kick and break up the pin, but they're way late. Like, the three had already hit, and the ref was getting up right as they kick, so I wonder if they mistimed there. Comes off a little bit like that. Uh, I loved this match. Uh, the crowd seemed to be very into it, but this was a good match. The standouts, I think, for this entire match were Miss A, obviously, and Harley Saito, who looked really good. A lot of stiff kicks were really... I was popping for a few of them. Those really beautiful wheel kicks she was hitting was great. Uh, I'm sorry to become a big fan of hers so early on. Because we see a little bit of that in the sort of the elimination uh, royal thing where she does a lot of really nice wheel kicks. So, on to the main event that'll be Devil Masami versus UWA International Women's Champion Eagle Sawai. Now, I mention that because this is not a title match, but they introduce Eagle Sawai as the UWA International Women's Champion despite her not having, again, not having a title belt. So, I just don't know what's going on with that. Um. So again, I believe this is a non-title match. They don't announce it as a title match, so I'm just going to go with that. Uh, Sawai comes out all badass with the rest of Garantai waving a flag and everything. It looks really cool. kind of reminds me a little bit of Bolnikano's group, and I'm wondering if that's they're trying to mimic that in a weird way. Uh, Devil Masami hits, and immediately the crowd pops. She comes out. The crowd loves her. She has this nice purple jacket on. Again, she looks like she really bulked up, so she looks like a power wrestler now. It's, it's great. She looks like she should be a heel. The crowd's popping for everything. Uh, the match starts with Devil going for like a handshake after the bell rings. Um, Sawai grabs her hand and starts bringing her in for knee strikes to the gut. Um, but that doesn't last long because the Devil immediately controls the match. Like starts reversing arm drags her and everything and starts yelling at her. Um, again, the crowd's into everything she does. Like she Once she started reversing Sawai, the crowd popped. Uh, she starts yelling at her. The crowd gets even louder. It's just crazy. Again, she looks like she should be a heel with the crowd's cheering for her. Um, again, Devil reverses another an, an abdomen. So at a certain point in the match, Sawai gets her in an abdomen leg lock. She sort of reverses a, a sort of Irish whip and then throws her to the ground and gets her in an abdomen leg lock. So she has her legs around her abdomen. Uh, Sawai kind of has her in that position for a little bit, tries to get her to submit. It doesn't look like it's really doing anything. Uh, only for Devil Mazami to reverse it and have her in the mount position. 
and the camera gets a really, really nice shot of Devil giving this evil look to her as she's sort of hovering over top of her. It's crazy. Um, and she starts laying in forearms, and they kind of stand up randomly, and then we cut to Sawai on the apron. It was a weird jump cut as we go from them standing back up and, uh, and just cut right to the apron as the ref tries to get Devil to back off so that Sawai can get into the ring, so I don't know what we missed, but Sawai is noticed to be limping at this point, and there was no leg work done before the cut, so I'm wondering if maybe she like hit her leg, something on the outside, or, or a weapon, maybe a chair. Uh, didn't get to see any of it, so I have no idea. I just know that she's limping, and sort of Devil Masami keeps going back to working on the leg a little bit. Uh, Sawai... As, as Sawai gets back into the ring, though, Devil Masami's kind of just sitting there as Sawai sort of limps as she circles around her and Devil Masami has this evil look on her face as she kind of, like, side glances at her here and there. It's, again, really good camera work on that one. Uh, again, the crowd's popping for everything Devil does. As soon as Sawai goes to even hit her, Devil just grabs her and starts beating on her. Like, again, it's just all Devil, all in control. Um, after, some, after some exchanges, though, Sawai does regain control and has Devil in a crab is sort of a Boston crab, trying to wear her down, it looked like. She has her in for a little while before Devil just powers out of it. Like, Devil keeps trying to go to the ropes, but then gives up and just powers out of it. Um, and then regains control almost immediately after that. Devil shows some really good power moves, too. Again, she lifts her up for a couple really good slams. She's been doing shoulder tackles most of the match as she keeps hitting her with forearms and shoulder tackles and clotheslines and just overpowering Sawai, who's about the same size as her almost, so it's very weird how Sawai doesn't really get much offense in. Um, again, this power seems to be largely what's contributing to Devil Masami having more control of the match. Uh, Devil then at some point gets Sawai in a Romero special, has her kind of hovering over, as Sajiko runs in to distract Devil, who just lets go of Sawai and goes over to her. Um, she grabs Sachiko as Sachiko gives her this, this kind of smirk as Sawai comes from behind with a chair and starts hitting Devil Masami in the back. She gets about one or two shots in. Devil kind of ducks the third one as it hits the turnbuckle and she rolls to the outside. Um, Devil sort of tries to walk away from her as, as Sawai chases after. Uh, continuously trying to hit her with the chairs and missing. She does a swing and hits the uh, ring post, bouncing the chair out of her hand as Devil picks the chair back up and swings and hits Sawai twice in the head. Uh, Sawai tries to sort of make some distance as a retreat as the rest of Gurantai sort of holds back Devil Masami as well as it looks like some of the rookies too. This match, um, Devil, Devil Masami comes, I mean, Sawai comes back with a chair of her own again. They do that dueling chair shot thing where they keep swinging the chairs at each other and they keep smacking the chairs. Uh, the ref at this point is still counting them out and they get counted out. I thought the finish kind of sucked. He counts them out. They continue to brawl. Nothing gets resolved. And we cut to the ending video package. Not gonna lie. Didn't like this match. Didn't like it one bit. Um, it seemed more like a showcase for Devil Masami than anything else. Uh, when you have the leader of your top heel faction. As well as the UWA International Champion. Eagle Sawai looks like a chump the entire time. I didn't like that. It sort of reminded me a little bit of what we see AJW doing when they weren't building stars. Like, again, Sawai is leader of the heel faction, about as big as Devil Masami, and is a champion, yet she got dominated for most of the match. She got very little offense, and uh, and the finish also just really sucked, so I just did not like this finish. The semi-main event was way better, and I just think this, this match kind of sucked. 
Um, so that'll do it for this episode of the Big Egg Joshi Podcast. I'll see you guys in two weeks. I promise that. I'll see you guys in two weeks for the next episode. And remember, guys, enjoy Joshi Pro Wrestling.